This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's hour three of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. We are about to be joined by a guest in Tampa to tell you what you need to know about the Buccaneers, how healthy they are, how confident they are going into this wild card matchup with the Dallas Cowboys Monday night. Uh, Okay, so stand by for that. We will get to Brianna Dix here in just a second, old friend to Brian, now working at uh, Buccaneers.com. She covered the Cowboys for a while. Okay, um, you know, I've been meaning to ask you guys this a couple of times, asked you it once, and then Steve called. Maybe I'll ask you it again, and Brianna will call. <laughs> Troikman said, I see a quarterback not playing with a great deal of confidence. How big of a deal is that going into this game? I mean, if he's not playing with confidence, you're, I think you're in a world of trouble. I, I think Dak is the type of guy, though, that is able to overcome a lot of these things. So I, I think the confidence will be there when he steps on the field. But if if it wasn't there, then, yeah, I think you're in a world of trouble. All right. At 877-881-1053, the truckwreck.com fan text is open. And we'll get to your thoughts on that coming up here in about 10 minutes or so. But uh, joining us now, formerly on the Cowboys Beat, now with Buccaneers.com, it's Brianna Dix here on your home of the Cowboys. And a good afternoon, Brianna. How are you? I am great. How are you? We're doing outstanding. Uh, thanks for joining us and, and giving your uh, perspective here on these these Buccaneers. How confident are people, uh, you know, down there? Uh, right here, it's, it's, it's split about 50-50. How, how confident are Buccaneers fans? I would say extremely confident. And I think one of the vibes that's been around the facility this week is just it is a fresh – you know, I loved Levante David said he went into the meeting room and wrote on the whiteboard this week, it's a new season. And I think that's the way they're looking at it. And then Tom Brady even in- emphasized that behind the podium today that, you know, hey, like everything we've done up to this point doesn't matter. It's put to bed. And it doesn't even necessarily mean who is the best team on Monday night. It's who plays the best on Monday is going to be who comes out of this game victorious. So, they're a confident bunch. They love who they have in this locker room, and they're ready to roll against uh, America's team. <laughs> well, you obviously know both teams well, Brianna. Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> I <laughs> I have to show my allegiance, and I am going with the Buccaneers on this one. Is that the Brady effect? Yes. It's all about it's, Brady. <laughs> Gosh, dang it, Brady. You've been in Tampa too long, Bree, huh? What what has it been like covering him, by the way? You've been around the sport for a while, but covering the GOAT, I, I imagine, has been pretty special. It 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 is, and I will say, uh, I mean, my my dad has been a Tom Brady fan for a long time, so I've certainly seen my fair share of Patriots games over the years. But I think for for me, what's been the greatest part and my biggest takeaway is just his drive for excellence. And I think I can appreciate a person that 
has become the greatest at what he does by an unparalleled work ethic. I mean, he has just the tenacity. I mean, you can see the fire in his eyes. He loves this sport more than anything in the world. And I think as a person that has grown up loving this game, it's been part of my fabric. I'm kind of like, I'm a perfectionist, you know, I can say that. And I think I've really enjoyed just getting to see that day in and day outside of him and in the work that he puts into it to be the best. He proved it more than ever this year. He loves football more than anything in the world. Yeah, he certainly did. And we know you're a perfectionist when it comes to the baked goods, as Eric Eric would say, the yummy delights. Because uh, oh yes, yeah, you you sure you sure know what you're doing there. Oh my gosh, those were uh, simply outstanding. I do have two injury related questions. What's going on with yes. the status of that Bucks offensive line? Yes, well, I think we've had kind of some some good news and bad news this week. Uh, the good news, you're going to get both of your starting tackles back. You know, Tristan Wirf, Sonovan Smith will be playing. Uh, both of them didn't play in Week 18 against the Falcons. But I think kind of the question mark coming into today was Nick Leverett, our, your, our starting left guard, but also the backup center. So, Todd Bullis has said earlier in the week that he had a sore leg, and then he popped up on the injury report this week with a knee and a shoulder, and he didn't practice today. So if he can't go, not only have you lost your guard, but also your replacement center. But the good news is also that Hainsey has practiced this week and looks good to go. So, again, the question mark is Ryan Jensen, who has been – really a bizarre situation haven't haven't had a lot of information on his knee injury you know it's kind of just been status quo coaches haven't really disclosed anything um Todd Bullis said this week that he's still undergoing some tests that he has to pass um and he even said that there hasn't really been any improvement in terms of his recovery since last week so I mean if he's if he's healthy he's good to go then he's certainly going to be out there um but it's just a matter of how he progresses and what he looks like through the rest of this week. And then the second one would be the dancing bear that is Vita Vea. Yes. Vita Vea looks like he is on track to play on on Monday night, which is going to be huge. Having him next to uh, Akeem Hicks manning the middle of the line. <laughs> Brianna, when you when you the, the Buccaneers statistically have struggled to run the football and they ran it well when you came in town opening night, but yes. what what's happened? It, has it really just been the injuries throughout to the offensive line or is there something uh, fundamentally? And I know you study scheme and all that. Is there something right. that they, that, that, that they haven't Byron Leftwich hasn't done or hasn't committed to running the ball. Right. I think, the way that these games have been played has dictated the flow of the game. You know, they've had success running the football when they've been up early. You know, they were able to run the ball in week one. And, you know, the Cowboys have had a lot of issues with, you know, those perimeter runs, making the cornerbacks tackle in space. You know, Leonard Fournette gashed the Cowboys in week one on the edge. You know, when they were pinning the defensive ends, they were getting the offensive linemen on linebackers. But I think really what it's come down to is the Bucks have been playing from behind, and your defense is really what has carried this Bucks team to allow Brady to have those late-game comebacks, those theatrics. But if they're not going to be having success, then you have to go with that pass-heavy script, and it's kind of turned Brady 
into that guy that has to be the 45-plus pocket passer, you know, which is crazy for any quarterback, much less a 45-year-old man. So I think this week they're certainly going to try and dictate the pace of the game, get started early, and be able to have that, that balanced attack, get play action going, and be able to kind of open some things up downfield. Brianna Dix here with you on 105 through the fan, Buccaneers.com, formerly on the Cowboys beat. With the players getting healthy like uh, Jensen and, and Vea, how different is this team compared to the Tampa team that lined up week in and week out during the regular season? Right. I think you can't underestimate what this line is when is in there. Um, and I think a lot of people, traditionally, just when you look at the nose tackle position, it's, okay, it's a guy that's kind of that, two gapper you know the guy that eats up blocks and kind of creates those opportunities for other guys but I mean they came in here he's had a career high sacks this year he pushes the pocket and yes he does create plays for some other guys but he also wrecks havoc at the line of scrimmage himself so I think it certainly boosts this team and then this coaching staff and just me personally I can't say enough about the job that Anthony Nelson's done specifically also at outside linebacker um you know the Bucks have had some issues at time, you know, with guys on the outside kind of crashing in and getting gashed a little bit on the outside. But he's really come in and been a big help for this team against the run along with Vea and Akeem. Brianna, when you, from the Bucks' perspective, what scares you about the Cowboys' offense? Ooh, I would say for me, it's, C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollard. And I know that this team has not been the same running the football without Terrence Steele. Um, I think when you had him in there with Zach Martin, you know, they were able to have that second level, the, the combo, the reach blocks that were really, really effective in getting guys on the outside. And just, you know, historically, a lot of the runs have come behind Zach Martin, whether it's Zeke Elliott, whether it's Tony Pollard. But, I mean, CeeDee Lamb and Tony, I think, combined for, what was it, like eight touches against San Francisco that you and I, Brian, spent a lot of time talking about and being frustrated. So I think they are going to try and get the ball in their hands this week, you know, make guys break tackles and try and get those that yards after catch, the yards after contact. And, I mean, Tony is just a fun player to watch. You know, he has – that slash style. He has the rare acceleration, the ability to bounce runs outside. And I was very excited when we drafted Rashad White because he reminds me a little bit of Tony Pollard. You know, he was kind of that shifty Pac-12 back um, and has a lot of the same similarities to compliment Leonard Fournette. But those are a couple of the guys that I think is going to be really crucial for the Bucks to try and contain. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Rashad White because he's also a guy that I think could be a difference maker in this game for Tampa Bay. Is there anyone else? You know, we've talked about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but maybe somebody on the Bucks side of things that maybe we haven't focused on that you think could be a big impact player on this game Monday night? Uh, I think uh, an obvious would, would be to say uh, maybe Chris Godwin, but I think I'm going to counter a little bit with even Russell Gage. Um, I think he's been a guy that has really stepped up in recent weeks when he has been healthy. And, you know, a lot of teams have kind of worked to try and limit that big play over the top with Mike Evans. So that's left a little bit of 
the middle of the field exploited. You know, guys not challenging at the line of scrimmage. So guys like Chris Godwin, Russell Gage, Kate Auten have been able to kind of exploit the, the cushion in the soft zones and get get chunk yardage through through the middle of the field. And that was one of the big things against the Falcons in week 18 on that first drive where they um, Brady hit Kyle Rudolph. So those are some guys I'm excited to see. And then defensively, I would say Devin White. He had a really big game against Tampa Bay in week one. And I think in a similar way that kind of Dan Quinn uses Micah Parsons, I think Devin's kind of the focal point for Todd Bowles in some of his creative packages, you know, in, in week one used a lot of, you know, disguises and had a lot of fun with, with Devin White, whether it was, you know, using him as a blitzer through the A gap. So then he sneaks, you know, Mike, Mike Edwards through, or he crosses Levante David and Devin White and then Anthony Nelson was able to get home on the outside. You know, there's a lot of fun things that he can do with him because, the Cowboys allocate resources to him and then it creates opportunities for other guys to get home. So I think he's going to be a guy that the Cowboys are certainly going to be dialed up to. There's been a lot of discussion in the Metroplex about the uh, booty bread this week here. Uh, and I'm curious, are you familiar with that term? And I, I feel like it's about time we get a female perspective on this fellas. Uh, the, the, the portion of the bread and the loaf that is like all crust on one side. Brianna, the are you familiar? Yeah. The ends heel. of the loaf. The heels. The heel. Yeah. Yeah. The booty bread. Oh. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, Will so you, do you eat that? No. Okay, hard oh, no. You just throw that away. Yeah. So, like, opening up the loaf, opening up the back, I would always basically just skip that one. I go to the next one, and I go on down the line. Yeah. But you leave it in there to protect the I, other pieces, I right? Weird, I don't touch the weird end piece. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> you leave that problem for somebody else at a later date. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Even like if you like if you're making toast, you know, like what are what are we doing? Putting that in the toaster? Like I don't even Ooh. know what this looks like. I don't know what we're doing. Just the normal piece of toast, you know, with the butter. That's yeah. That's Ooh. how I go. Crushing our guy Lucius's soul over here. What are you missing most about uh, the Metroplex being there in in Tampa Bay? Ooh, I would. I mean, honestly, I love. I love Tampa Bay. I love the people I work with. This organization is absolutely incredible. And I honestly could not say one bad thing about the coaching staff, this locker room. Like, this is a close-knit, incredible group of people. Um, But I will say one of the things that I do miss, obviously, first and foremost, my family um, that's all in Texas. But I just miss a lot of the, the camaraderie and the friendships that I formed um, with you guys and a lot of the people in Dallas. So that was one of the reasons why I was crossing my fingers when it seemed like it was going to be a Cowboys-Bucks matchup for the wild card. That's what I was hoping for because I'm excited to get to see get to see some people again. You're a foodie. You miss every restaurant here in Dallas. Don't lie. I was really thinking the Tex-Mex. <laughs> you, 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 lobster, you miss, you miss, yeah, you miss risotto. You miss, yeah, you miss pasta. You miss everything. Come on, just tell it like it I, is, Bray. I still have dreams about that dang risotto. <laughs> you know, you know, I dream about that. Well, it was great to catch that up with you. Was, that stuff was unreal. It was. It, it sure is. Was. It is special.
All right, Brianna, appreciate you. Uh, congrats on your success down there. Buccaneers.com for any fans that want to read your stuff. Is there anything else before we let you go? I think that's it. Nailed it. Appreciate you. Have a great weekend, and we wish you nothing but the best. Is that a is that a a Boston accent? Is that how her dad was a big Tom Brady fan? No, I I don't think so. I, I th- There's some kind of accent no, in there. Yeah, should have asked her. Yeah, should have. I'll I'll ask okay. her. I, I just th- no. I think her dad. I think they're from here. Okay. I think that's the. Yeah, but that's. Well, she went to high school here. She told Eric and I a great story about um, yeah. accidentally ripping her pants at a high school game one time. It was oh. so embarrassing. Brady's unfortunate. Great. Yeah, unfortunate. And Very the challenges uh, yeah. gro- uh, growing up with a last name like that. She yeah. got vulnerable about that a little bit. That's mental toughness, I believe. It's time now for the Wooly Bullies Top 10 at 420. Where are we going with that, sir? Top 10 pet peeves. What's your biggest pet peeve? 877-881-1053. We'll do that next on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.